Hi, everyone. I'm Liam Sanyo from Inside Scientific, your favorite online source for life science webinars, virtual events, interviews, and educational content helping you do your best work. This episode of Expert Answers features Dr. Paul Marver, Associate Professor in the Department of Pharmacology and Physiology at George Washington University School of Medicine and Health Sciences. Dr. Marver recently joined us to discuss his lab's recent research looking at behavioral and cardiovascular responses to acute fear learning to better understand how fear-based disorders like PTSD can contribute to cardiovascular disease risk. Let's get right into it. Let's kick things off here with a question from Lisbeth, who's asked, uh, were you able to collect physiological data during the conditioning phase? Yeah, that's that's a great question. And we did uh, collect physiological data during the fear acquisition or the fear conditioning phase. However, during that period, what we observed is, is as there's essentially a, a ceiling effect. Uh, so there, there, the amount of physiological arousal as measured by the blood pressure and heart rate response is, is nearly ma- maxing out. So, so we didn't really, we didn't actually utilize that data in, in terms of our, our overall goal of, of that particular study. But it is technically feasible to do that if that was something that you were interested in. Uh, but again, if the, the, the responses are, you know, you reach a ceiling effect in that context. Fantastic. All right. Next question here was asked near the start of your presentation from Jessica. Are rates of comorbidity of PTSD with cardiovascular and other diseases higher than in non-PTSD individuals? So I know you touched on this a bit, but maybe you could just summarize. Yeah. So in terms of uh, the, that question, if I'm understanding correctly, so that the rate of, of PTSD with comorbid cardiovascular disease risk, are they different than individuals that have other comorbid conditions in terms of, are you, are you referring to other mental health conditions? I think, so rates of comorbidity of PTSD with cardiovascular diseases and other diseases higher than in non-PTSD individuals. So I think, yeah, comorbidity with cardiovascular diseases and other diseases, if they're higher in those with well, PTSD. Yeah, yeah. so basically I would say to that is that in general, comorbidities with other neuropsychiatric diseases such as depression or anxiety um, are are higher uh, in terms of the impact on the cardiovascular system but the yeah the the connection or link between and they so there's a strong association uh, which i described that's shown by evidence in both epidemiological and clinical studies for this connection between post traumatic stress disorder and increase cardiovascular disease risk. And when I say cardiovascular disease risk, that can mean stroke, heart failure, coronary blockage, yeah, coronary disease. So, and, and that's what evidence of the point that I was trying to, to make with, with that data. Fantastic, great answer. Next question here comes from Jeff, who's asked, did all mice respond similarly to fear conditioning? And was there a p- percentage of animals that did not show a response? Yeah, that's a good question. In general, the mice acquire fear at a, at a similar rate. So that fear conditioning is a, is, a, is a very strong conditioning event. And however, there there were some animals that that either did not their 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 extinction or their their freezing response to the condition cue fell below a a, a certain percentage, which 
think it was in terms of when we tested this below like 30%, I, I think we, those were data that we felt like the animal did not acquire fear or did not express fear at the level of what the majority of mice do in, the, in this situation. And the same goes for the conditioned blood pressure response. But in general, the, what, we, what we found is that there is a robust response that occurs in the majority of animals, but you do on occasion find outliers within, within these groups with this response. Fantastic. Here's a great, great question from John. He said, the time frame appears too short to be relevant to PTSD research because you know people suffer from PTSD for months or years after the trauma. Uh, do you know if there's any animal models or maybe methodologies that might take this consideration into account? Yeah, that's a great question. And so in terms of the, the application that we're using this in, the, I mean, we're able to test both the acute within, the, well, within, within session, within the extinction learning, the acute 24 hours and, and three days um, following. But certainly you could envision using this application with other different behavioral paradigms such a, that, that resemble symptoms of PTSD, such as passive avoidance, but also modifying your paradigm to where you can reinstate fear over a chronic period of time in an animal model and then look at those effects chronically on the cardiovascular system. So that would entail, again, modifying your behavioral protocol to to um, look at it more in a, in a chronic way, and also you could, from a behavioral model perspective, there are other an, there are animal models that, when exposed to severe stressors, that their extinction learning response is impaired. One in particular, single prolonged stress or chronic unpredictable stress. These are conditions in which the extinction learning process is impaired, and again resembles some of the physiological and psychological components of PTSD. And so one, again, could look at those parameters in terms of how they impact the cardiovascular system over time. Yeah, so that's, that's hope that helps. Yeah, fantastic. Have you examined whether the, the conditioned cardiovascular response varies between males and females, whether in mice or in human clinical research? Yeah, so that's another excellent question. Thank you for that. And this scenario, I'm not aware of any studies that have looked at the sex differences in the conditioned cardiovascular response. It's something that we're starting to look at uh, for important reasons, merely the fact that in PTSD, clinical PTSD, women are almost twice as, uh, have, a, have a, a two times higher rate of PTSD risk and development than men. Uh, so this is clearly an important clinical problem that, and then the impact on the cardiovascular system. Uh, women more at risk cardiovascular disease. So these things clearly will be an important component to look at. Again, I'm not aware of current literature that has looked at it from a basic science perspective. Uh, there's emerging clinical data that's starting to look at this work. And yeah, so, but yeah, that's, um, that's, where we're th- uh, that's where we're at currently with that question, but it's a great question. Definitely there's a need for greater research in that, in that area. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Expert Answers and that you'll tune into future episodes where researchers just like you answer questions about their work and share science. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next time.